You're going to want to put on your tinfoil hat for this one. It's Mikey J on KGUP Presents. Do you know who I am? I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Mothers, lock up your daughters. It's time to see Mikey J. Mikey J. Are you fucking with me? We're dealing with one sick son of a bitch. I'm Mikey J, and you're tuned into another edition of KGUP Presents. Uh, before I talk about this week's guest, I have to do some business. Uh, if you haven't already done so, please hit that like and subscribe button. And if you could, you know, leave a five star review, leave a comment. I don't care what you say; just just leave something. And uh, if you want early access to our content, uh, be sure to subscribe to my Patreon. It's only three dollars a month, so it's not gonna do anything to your bank account unless you have a massive child support order. <laughs> but anyway, so today I have a very special guest. We recently, I've recently become a huge fan of his work. He's a fellow conspiracy analyst. He's a researcher. He's also a flat earther. And it's funny, I, I always hesitate whenever I say the word flat earther because, um, you know, it's so taboo and I, I really don't understand why. I mean, people get so damn triggered. So you know, but the longer I do the research about the shape of the earth, the more solidified I become because all the naysayers can have no way of proving that this world is a spinning ball. It's all conjecture and mathematical make-believe. And if you don't believe me, test the math yourself and you'll find out you can't repeat any of the bullshit that they tell us. So this intro was supposed to be about Bob, but I went off on a tangent, but uh, <laughs> I, have to, <laughs> I have to bring him on now. Uh, he, he's been on shows like the Great Deception Podcast, the Deep Share Podcast, uh, Reality Czars Podcast, Meeting of the Minds, New York Patriot Podcast, Dangerous World, and many shows that I love listening to. So without further ado, let's bring him on the man, the myth, the legendary Bob of Hidden in Plain Sight. 
What's going on, my guy? What's going on, man? That's probably the best intro I've ever gotten. So thank <laughs> you. <laughs> that makes it makes me feel more important than I am. Um, but yeah, thanks, man. This is gonna be a blast. We're not even gonna talk about I mean, I guess we'll probably touch on flat earth, but but we're gonna talk about something that people like you and I usually don't get to because you know, the flat earth thing is like this thing that everybody gets triggered by and then you get known as the flat earth guy and people only want to talk to you about that and it's just like honestly lately i'm just like fuck when people are like want to talk to me about flat earth i'm like man i know so much about so many other things can we talk about something else yeah (laughs) really not like i'm kind of over it like the earth is flat i can prove it you know you've probably already picked your side at this point in time so me talking to you about it ain't gonna convince anybody uh, but I did make ground on my best friend today. Nice. Accidentally. Cause oh, wow. he already, I've already told him that I figured out the earth was flat and everything. And he's just like, you know what? I don't care. He was like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Um, and today I was talking to him about just some argument that I got into this morning. And uh, I was like, these people can't even tell you, they can't even prove that you can have gas pressure with a container without a container. And he right. was like, he was like, well, yeah, that's basic physics. Who's saying, that, are they saying that space has gas pressure or something? I said, no, nah, man, it's our environment. And he was like, what? And I said, our atmosphere is gas pressure without a container. And he was like, oh, like, and he like took pause for a second. And I was like, right. I got him. <laughs> yeah. Because otherwise, if there wasn't some shell covering the earth, I mean, all, all of the gases would just expel into the, into the vacuum, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We, we would be dead it would just be some make-believe planet that's out there <laughs> anytime you have high pressure next to low pressure the high pressure seeks the low pressure in a rapid fashion yep but not slowly not, not in a gradient it happens in a in a rapid fashion where it seeks to equalize period end of story you can't prove otherwise using any kind of actual scientific method you can't prove it um yep. and that's what I get people on that. And my new one is why do we see Venus at night? I don't know. Right. We're facing away from the sun. We should never see Venus at night, but we can, (laughs) but we can. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So that's the shit. There's so many, there's so many things. People have just picked their camps, you know, it's like the Tartaria thing, man. People have either went into it and now you can see, with the whole Tartaria thing with uh, a couple of the big people coming out on like Crow triple seven and saying that Tartaria is a psyop, which folks I've been saying that shit since the beginning. Um, a lot of people are abandoning Tartaria. Oh, it's a psyop. Well, kind of, kind of, I think it's a real thing. I think it has been controlled to again, distract and divide like what? everything else is. Well, I think the PSYOP began in the late 1800s with the Romanov family, and they had started deleting the Tartarian history, even back then. Yep. And then it wasn't completed until uh, Joseph Stalin, uh, I mean, I, I read in a CIA document that revealed that, uh, that he, his plan between 1944 and 1960 was to completely remove the the tartarian history and to put russia in a better light yeah so, i wonder if since russia was involved in world war one too i wonder if that was like the setup 
is yeah. the Americans jumped into the, to the war to actually help Russia in World War One. Um, right. And they were allies. And so, you know, maybe that was part of getting stuck because after World War One, that's when Stalin was able to to take power. Yeah. And so once Stalin got installed because of the actions of the U.S. government, then he was able to. And then, you know, they went through World War Two, which was yet another distraction. And then they went into the Cold War. And the whole time it's distracting the people so that behind closed doors they can, you know, erase some stuff rewrite some stuff and make it a whole different thing and then they're like all right let's get back to things and everything's changed and nobody even remembers because they got so distracted that they forgot everything before the distraction right you know it could have been that they had so much resistance that they wanted they wanted what they had in the old world which which some people theorized that we did have a one world government and it was under tartaria and that the reason why all these, you know, colonial style or Romanesque style buildings were all over the world with obelisk on each, each of the capitals, which were all Tartarian. Because it's, it's no, it's no mis accident that everything just looked like it was Romanesque. But I think the whole Romanesque was, was fabricated that everybody built these buildings to make it look like Roman Roman style because they they all wanted to be like the Romans, but that's not true at all. What I think is like <clears throat> Nero was probably a part of the Tartarian Empire, and that he was like the 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 world leader, and he he probably was was one of the leaders of of Tartaria. I mean, mm -hmm. <clears throat> a lot of this history didn't even start to come up until around the time that the Soviet Union, uh, you know, uh, collapsed in, during the 90s. And that's mm -hmm. when the um, <clears throat> the Republic of Tartarian, uh, Tartistan, I'm sorry, uh, the Republic of Tartistan uh, came back and then they have their own city, which is only about 42 miles uh, in square miles. So it's it's a very small community. I mean, they 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 they're still trying to dig up their their old history, which is most of it is just destroyed. And but what they're doing is they're like bringing back their culture, the things that they used to practice, stuff that passed on from generation to generation. And so they have all this like folklore stories and stuff. And they they you know they even have like horse races and stuff. And um, you know it's very interesting to see like their heritage. And they're trying to like regain what the history that they lost because of the Soviet Union. So we're finding all, I mean, the last 30 years, we're, we're finding all this information and historians are trying to like suppress it because they don't want us to know that we had this like whole society that was a one world government and, right. and it, it was probably a and successful free. one. Right. And then we, we had I access think... to free energy, all, all this stuff. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of the history that we're told is absolute garbage, whether it's slavery, whether it's the Roman uh, Empire, you know, whether it's Napoleon. I mean, maybe there was a dude named Napoleon that did something, but like the Battle of 1812, like all of these things, we can't really trust any of it, right? Like, right. like none of it is trustworthy history. And they have suppressed everything to a point that, you know, maybe we were in this very unified, um, this unified culture that was a 
for lack of a better better term, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't like using this term, but it, it it's worthwhile. A global society, like everybody, everybody was kind of connected in an ethereal way. Like mm-hmm. whether we shared energy or could use mind speak, and we're connected on a on a metaphysical plane, you know, where we all, you know, kind of spoke the same language. Like I think the Tower of Babylon, I don't think that was a literal place. I think mm-hmm. it was like a spiritual or, or, you know, a higher vibration place where we were raising our vibrations or whatever you want to call it to a level where the gods were just like, nope, like you guys are not going to compete with us. Hell no. And yeah. that's when they just shut everything down. I, I don't think Babylon was an, a literal tower to heaven. I think humans had tapped into the power that had been suppressed and realized what we are and what we're capable of and we became these very powerful energetic beings and we were starting to threaten the gods and the gods got pissed wiped us all out gave us all different languages and different histories and jumbled everything up man it's like pickup sticks man they just freaking scattered that shit everywhere yeah and you know and we're still just trying to grasp onto things and figure things out and um I think Tartaria, you know, even the idea that the Russians rewrote history trying to get rid of the Tartarian culture, maybe that's just like part of the story. Because I've always said, like, look, guys, Tartaria wasn't a place. It was a time period, just like Atlantis. Atlantis was a time period that wasn't a location. I mean, the location was Earth. It was a location, but it was kind of all encompassing. And Mm -hmm. I think I think Atlantis, Tartaria, these were time periods where where we did have one world governments, everything was free, but it wasn't government like we see it today. Like government literally means mind control. So I don't even think that's the right word to use, but, but like we were all ruled by the same, for lack of a better term, uh, ethics and morals. You know, we didn't need a government to control us because ethically and morally, we were all very similar in how we treat each other. And then we got really united and powerful during Atlantis. That's when a reset happened and they got rid of everything. And then the next thing was Tartaria. And who knows how many iterations that there are. Yeah. Like, this could be going infinitely into the past of when we've gotten united. And we just know of a few of them because there's a lot of cultures that we have, we know, know anything about, like Easter Island. What the hell is that about? Yeah. There's stories about giants living on Easter Island, but then all of a sudden it just vanishes they're not there anymore right you know it's just like the mayans and the the incas i mean their history is completely erased and we don't know who actually did it if they died amongst their own accord or they were invaded and and killed off i mean their their history was destroyed i mean we only have the walls of their buildings to to refer to any kind of like knowledge but we we can't even interpret that you know it's like uh what is it machu picchu that's up in the mountains and people yeah. are like, why did people build that there? It's like, what if the earth was flooded at that point in time? What if that was after a flood and the waters hadn't recessed yet? And that's it wasn't really high off the water level at that point in time. Like that's yeah. what that makes sense. You know? Um, I, because I think there was there was times where there was both more and less water in our realm. And I think when there was less water, we were all more connected. And that's why there's a lot of tales from the same stuff. And you find a lot of the same artifacts is because it was easy to travel from one place or to another. 
Yeah. There was just less water. It was in the water table. And then the flood happened, which was the water table squeezing and forcing all of the water out, which would also cause cause a mud flood um, with all the sediment that would, would come out with it because it may have been a very violent event. And that's how things like the Grand Canyon and, and these crazy structures happened was this water was forced out of the ground in a very violent way. Um, yeah. And then it flooded the entire <laughs> world. And then eventually those plates separated and some water went back into the water table, but not as much. And so now we're not as connected by land anymore. Right. I mean, I also consider like, like Iwar, he went on about how the, the moon is like a map of the earth. And if in a mm -hmm. 20, 20, 21,000 year period, if we, these, the, the circle of the sun circumvents the entire moon, which could be the entire landmass of Earth. And it does take 21,000 years to come back around. I mean, we could have frozen over during that entire period, the period, that, the area that we currently live now, which would explain why India is a lot, much older. They have more older buildings that, that were built way beyond our, our recorded history. Oh, dude, I mean, that, they have they have entire buildings, giant megalithic buildings that are carved into the side of mountains that are more intricate than right. anything we can build today. And it's all one piece of stone in a mountain. No it's one. Like, what? Nobody can even speculate <laughs> how, how that was did. done. Yeah, dude. No, it's it's impossible to even like just the idea of what it would take to do that. Yeah. If we were to try to duplicate something like that today. It would possibly take hundreds of years to have that kind of refinement and everything. And we don't know if it maybe just took seconds to build. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could have been built with a thought. I mean, there's that church that's uh, being, it's being re uh, rebuilt or, or uh, renovated. And it's, they've been working on it for 140 years. Mm -hmm. And we, we can't even do that in, in a single lifetime, but yet, we're, we're meant to believe that we, you know, we had these world fairs and built these massive cities and in two years, I mean, come on. Some, some six to eight months. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like some of these very elaborate buildings was like six to eight months. And you talk to anybody that's in construction now, that's impossible. It's impossible with the technology that we have now. Right. Like, and we're supposed to be more advanced, which I think is also complete nonsense. I, I think there's no way we're living in the most advanced time of humans. Oh, no. Like, provably so. Like, people are stupid, like, at, yeah. a, at a very extreme level. Have, have you ever read uh, any books by Anatoly Faminko? Faminko? Yeah. Um, no, I've, what I do is I don't actually read books because I'm, uh, I'm quite dyslexic and it takes me forever to read anything. So I basically listen to the people that studied the people that wrote the book. So like okay. I've listened to a lot of people that have studied Fomienko. Um, so I'm kind of familiar with his stuff, but I've never really read it myself. Um, well, his he, stuff is pretty interesting. But. He was saying that there's no historical records before the the ten hundreds, so anything that's right. written before that is is all speculation and written by and people who are who are who lived in the fifteen and sixteen hundreds. You know, after the fall of Rome, the Dark Ages happened, and, and the the Catholic Church and the Jesuits basically wrote the entire historical narrative between fifteen and sixteen hundreds, and if. You know, at that time, if you question the church and their methods, I mean, 
they they hung you or crucified you or burned you at the stake. And then the the other person who's uh, credited for writing the alternative to the Catholic Church was Joseph Scaliger. Uh, Scaliger, and he wrote scores of stories about the Greek, Romans, and the Persian, Babylonian, and ancient Egypt history during during the 1500s. And of course, he was Protestant, so he was opposite of of the of the catholic church and so he contradicts a lot of the, the a lot of their teachings um so it you know he he didn't witness any of it and yet he we a lot of what we learn in, in school is based on what he told us right and yeah, what here's an idea for you uh-huh. what if everything we know in history is all fabricated what if it's all fake we we don't know we don't know for sure yeah People will say that I'm crazy for thinking that, but you can't verify it. How do we know any of it is real? When we're told that something was written in the 1500s, how the hell do we really know? Like, we're just taking it on faith, which I don't have anymore, man. I don't have a faith or belief system anymore. Like, I, I can entertain ideas, but like when somebody presents something... Like you said, I, I find it very interesting, and I'm like, okay, cool. Um, let, what can we learn from that? But you know, I have to automatically, like, my automatic thought is, what if it's bullshit? Yeah, you know, people like, are scumbags. What if the last reset <laughs> happened less than a hundred years ago? You know, some people say these resets are happening every hundred years or so. Yeah. So what if, um, what if you know everything we know about history was just written by the the rulers a hundred years ago and yeah none of it was actual real like they just took what's there what they can look at and everything and then just made stories up about it and then orphan trains and start a new history yeah i mean we're told that that the library of alexandria existed but there's no public record of it there's no there's no evidence i mean they then they say oh it's in the vatican in in their basement their library but no one really witnesses. We just kind of like see uh, like a, a Disney funded, you know, documentary of them walking through a hallway. I mean, they can create that in freaking Hollywood, yep. you know, all, we, we really don't know. And, you know, it's just like all the artwork. I mean, they it's, it's in Rome somewhere in a vault. So no air and no light can get to it. So it's preserved. And, you know, so the, the paintings that we see in these museums are just they're just they're reproductions. Replicas. Yeah. yeah. So we're not They're seeing not the real thing. How do we even know there is a real thing? We, we, we don't. How do we know there is a real Mona Lisa? How do we know there is <laughs> was really a Da Vinci or a Leonardo or or any of these things? We we don't. Right. You know, we, we don't know. Um, we do, like it's just impossible to verify any of it. And yeah. people are like, well, how do you how do you go about living that way i'm just like well i just don't i'm just a contrarian unless i can prove it i just don't, I don't that that reminds me of a it. of a quote <laughs> just do it. this this is a stupid quote but it, it reminds me of prince humper humper humperdink, humperdink yeah and he, he says uh, i'm still alive because i don't trust what i've been told or something something like that yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, he said he said uh i always think everything is a trap and that is why i am still alive yeah <laughs> that's it <laughs> i fucked that all up <laughs> uh, that's, that's one of my favorite it... movies i've probably seen it no less than like 200 times so 
Um, I could probably quote the entire movie uh, from stem to stern. Nice. That movie's that movie's <laughs> amazing, man. I, I've been trying to get my wife to watch it, but she's just like has no desire, and I'm like, I need to just put it on and make her watch it. <laughs> she's never seen it. No. Oh, it's crazy. you gotta you gotta watch that with her, and then there's two other movies that you need to watch with her, and that's Labyrinth and Legend. Legend is oh, Legend is a great movie. Legend is Dude. stellar. Have you seen this? Is a trippy movie, and it's way off topic. But have you ever watched Time Bandits? Um, this sounds familiar. That's like that was an old TV show, wasn't it? No, it's an old movie. Was I think it it's movie? from like eighty one, eighty two. Yeah, it's really like old. it's super um, freaking old. I think I have seen it, but it's probably been thirty years. I mean, there's a scene where where they he throws a bone, and it looks like it's and you know out in the middle of nowhere, but then the the, the glass shatters. And it's the whole dome just comes down. And then Satan or the devil or whoever the guy is, and he's talking about having everybody should have computers and televisions and microwave, te- you know, microwave, you know, whatever in, about technology because technology is how you reach masses, you know, yep. and this is that's the current world that we currently live in is we're just so addicted to all these conveniences and that's how he's able to get to us and control us so easily. And it's true. A, they tell us so much in movies. That's why my podcast is called Hidden in Plain Sight because it's all they they put it all right in front of us. There's right. um there's a movie called oh I'm gonna screw it up. Um, <laughs> it's some kids movie from Disney, and it's about these like elves or something and they're magical right and in oh, like the, the dark crystal the movie well no this is a it's a newer one uh i forget what it's called but um i can see the name in my head i just can't get it out uh but um what's it called Jeez, that's gonna drive me crazy uh but the purpose of the movie is like these these beings used to be it's it's like fairy tales so there's elves and there's minotaurs and and everything but they live like humans yeah and it's like you know we used to live in a time of magic where things were powerful and great and we did awesome things but then we kept giving up one thing after another for convenience for getting it immediately Mm. and not having to do the spell because the spell took work so we just decided to do these other things and I think when I, when I saw that for the first time, I was like, oh shit, they're talking about us. Yeah. Like they are talking about us. We have given up all our power, all of our creativity, all our magic to, for convenience, just for convenience. Like, and it's, it, it was a trap. It was a prison. I mean, that's right. why they keep societies down and, and have us working for this imaginary currency that, that just keeps us enslaved, you know? Yeah. So that way we can't, we have no time to, you know, be in touch with our senses, be in touch with each other, explore the world for what it really is instead of just be living in this like materialistic fantasy, the fantasy of the mind, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean they, they keep us preoccupied with sports and movies and television shows that do nothing for us. Nothing. They just steal time away from us. I think I think vampires are an allegory. It's mm-hmm. an allegory for energy. I think 
what we are being ruled by are simply energy vampires. They want to suck our energy, whether that's, you know, uh, literally sucking our energy or just oligarchs distracting us for money. Yeah. They're still stealing our energy and keeping us from being what we're supposed to be. Like we're supposed to be these natural creatures that operate in unity with the earth and each other. Like that's it. That's how we get free energy is, is operating inside of the energy of this realm. Um, and Tesla, if he was a real person, uh, kind of keyed into that and knew that if we're, we are to believe what he was, um, and he had, he had figured it out. He had figured it out. Like, holy shit, man, we don't need any of this stuff that we're being told that we need. Right. And then, you know, the Rockefellers and Carnegie's and Rothschilds of the world were like, get that dude out of here. Yeah. that dude cannot be allowed. And maybe he was saying it because the reset happened right like during his life and he held on to this this memory. Mm-hmm. And or maybe maybe it was a like an a ethereal <laughs> memory. Well, maybe it was an ethereal memory, you know, like it's it kind of hive mind stuff when we have weird when we have deja vu or something, kind of it's like it's all happened before. Um and maybe it has. And he just had a memory from the previous life that lingered over for whatever reason. Maybe they weren't thorough getting rid of it. And he grabbed it. And and because he was an intellectual, he was like, wait a minute, what is this thought that I'm having? What is this? Like, and it just came into him, you know, because people talk about channeling things where it just kind Mm -hmm. of writers will do that. Writers, um, Aleister Crowley, you know, channeled a book you know he said uh, i forget the name of it but he was like he was like i was just the vessel that brought it like i didn't i didn't actually write it it just came through me hmm. um Interesting. And maybe that's what happened with with tesla is that he just had this this unknown memory and he just started putting stuff together and figured it out wow who knows have you ever seen the tesla coil that's here in uh near waco no it's, it's off the 35 i believe um baylor university built it in 2018 they spent i I think it's either 18 million dollars or they spent 18 billion dollars and i've been trying to get a field trip out there so we can take a look at it get a tour of it and see it actually working and then seeing what the hell they're doing with it because they're collecting free energy out there and nobody's talking about it and it's been been there for four years wow and it, it supposedly can power all of dallas county so I, I don't know. I mean, why would you spend that much money and not talk about it? You know, that's crazy as yeah. a gimmick is a gimmick. Um, but like, I think Doppler radars, you know, Doppler radars are these giant, you know, buildings with giant balls on top of them, like the center of a Tesla coil. Mm-hmm. That's what a Doppler radar is. It's this ball that's elevated into the sky. And I think those are very much like Tesla coils and they are controlling the weather. They're moving it around. Like, I don't even think weather is natural anymore. I think it's all fake. We don't even know what natural weather looks like. I, I know, dude. <laughs> I mean, I mean we FDR, know when they... not FDR, but LBJ said, if we control the weather, we control the world. Yeah. Like, and do you think they didn't pursue that? Like, like people that are like, oh, they're not controlling the weather. I'm like, man, LBJ said this in like 69. Like, yeah. you don't think that in 50 years they've 
pursued that effort, even yeah. though you know Dubai can make it rain by the hour on the hour if they want to, you know, like in even NASA and um, other American government agencies have weather controlling operations going on. I mean, there's NASA has the CARES Act or the CARES operation. It's the controlled aerosol release experiment. Right. Right. Um, And that's a, that's a known NASA operation. Like, and it's, it is specifically spraying things in the sky to see what happens. That's yeah. all it is. And people call me crazy for saying that there's chemtrails. I'm like, fucking NASA admits it. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. In my uh, documentary, the, uh, the altering our skies, um, I, I, met, I brought up the, the fact that during the Nixon impeachment trial, they had the weather modification uh, committee uh, advisory committee hearing at the exact same time of the impeachment trial. So they were hiding, they were hiding the fact that the the reason why they broke into the democratic national committee was to gather up all that information so they wouldn't get out to the public. But because the media is a part of the democratic party, they protected, let me, they they hid that information completely because they didn't they didn't want it to get out because it, it's I mean otherwise I mean they would have they would have talked about it about about the the weather modification over uh, Woodstock that they would have they would have talked about it constantly but yep. because they're all they're all complicit and they all work together and so they had to hide it they had to hide the real reason why they broke into the 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 Watergate facility and make up this bullshit story and you know, that's why he got impeached. And I'm like, well, what's the real reason for him to getting impeached? But they, they just completely left that part out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's all a game of distraction with the government. You know, they're constantly playing this game of distraction. I mean, that's why the Kyle Rittenhouse trial was going on during the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, you know, so that people, you know, and you saw all sorts of stuff being posted about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, but nothing and the media wasn't even allowed into the Jesse Maxwell case. Like yeah. they weren't allowed into the room. Like, so it makes what? you wonder if she even exists. Right. Like I've had, I've had that theory. Like what if the whole child pedophile ring thing is made up? Yeah. What if that's all made up and it's just a distraction just to get people crazy, just to have people going, Oh, the government's a bunch of pef- pedophiles and other people going, no, they're not, you know, and it's just more distraction, more division that's that's their game and they can interject all of that stuff and people are like yeah but there's kids going missing i'm like are they yeah are they like do you do you have verifiable evidence that they're going missing because you can look up news stories guess who owns the news (laughs) right guess who owns the freaking news oh the oligarchs all own the news yeah like most mostly gatehouse media Anybody that's listening to me, I've had an ongoing challenge. I'll give you a thousand dollars if you can tell me who owns Gatehouse Media. I don't even know. Shareholders won't be able to find the shareholders. You can find like CEOs and stuff of sub companies like uh, Gannett Media, but Gatehouse Media, you cannot find the shareholders, the actual owners of Gatehouse Media. And Hmm. they are the largest owners of media in the world. Yeah, that's how probably all links back to like the Rothschilds. I mean, they right has to, (laughs) and that those bloodlines are so 
vast and have been around for so long that they don't all have the same last name. People think that just because they don't have the last name Rockefeller or Rothschild or Carnegie or or whatever, that they're not part of it. Mm-hmm. That's that's a complete fallacy. Like they they are everywhere. They are yeah. everywhere. They they infiltrate everything. I mean, Nicholas Cage. This is, I mean, he might be part of the bloodline, but Nicholas Cage is a Coppola. Yeah. Like these bloodlines don't necessarily all have the last name. So, you know, like freaking Hillary Clinton and Trump, they're like third cousins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, these they're people all related. are all linked. They're all linked. All of them. Yeah. You know, George Soros's nephew married Hillary Clinton's daughter. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. know that either. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Wow. The Soroses and the Clintons are now, you know, tied together wow. in in a bond of holy matrimony. Um, so holy, so holy. <laughs> like it's holy and, shit. Yeah, dude, it's freaking insane. It's all insane. That's why the people that back Trump and like I just I'm just like man, it's all nonsense. It's all nonsense. It's, like, it's cool. all a show. It's fun to talk about. I like talking about Tartaria. It's a blast, man. The, the 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 buildings are awesome. You know, there is evidence of mud flood. My wife and I were driving through a small town recently, and there were windows like right at ground level. And I was like, see, mud flood stuff mm-hmm. right there. And nobody like, would oh, build shit. So nobody would build freaking windows of less than a foot off the ground like they it was like three inches like they were at ground level um i was like nobody would build that and i said it has to be a mud flood because the building's still level like you can see that it's still level so it has to be some kind of flood situation or something and i said because if it was like liquefaction of the ground it isn't that building isn't necessarily going to fall straight down right it could fall crooked it could you know and so I was like, you gotta, you gotta take all of that in because liquefaction is a real thing. If you vibrate the ground at a yep. high enough frequency, it will basically liquefy the ground. All you need is a vibration that matches the the frequency of whatever material that that yeah. you have. You match it; it's gonna liquefy. Well, you can even do it with air. There's a guy on YouTube that does it, and he gets like a bathtub, and he builds this this compressed like this uh tube system on the bottom of the bathtub and then fills the bathtub with sand and then turns an air compressor on and it starts bubbling the sand and he'll put something on the top of it and it'll just sink like it's oh, in water i've seen it yeah yeah it just sinks like it's in water it's crazy wow and, or, and that or, happens yeah you know, i've I seen experiments where they just put like have like a layer of water and then there's sand uh, a layer of sand and then they have a vibration and then it it will it'll just switch places and right. all of a sudden you have muddy water right <clears throat> so i work in construction and when you're digging through sand the water always rises to the top it always comes up and sits on top of the sand sand for some reason pushes that water and if you vibrate it like if you throw a bunch of sand on top of water and then just shake the sand all mm. that water comes up to the top oh, wow. um, and it comes with a bunch of sediment with it, really fine sediment. And mm-hmm. that could be kind of what happened. I mean, who, again, who knows? I should change the name of my podcast to who knows. 
Uh, because yeah. I mean, that's that's I say it all all too often because nobody can nobody can tell you answers, and so we're just kind of left fumbling around in the dark trying to figure things out. I mean, we are living, you know, historically like blind people. We're just kind of feeling around and like, okay, that's a shape yeah. on the wall. What is that? What could that be? Oh, well, that feels like a nose. Okay, so that's a face right there. And like, so we're just we're just blind trying to figure shit out in a dark room. Yeah, but the, uh, the evidence is everywhere. Like, like sure. When I first met my my friend, who's a history teacher, we we went to the the gun store and we were, and on the way there, I I noticed some buildings that were just un like like you said the the windows were below the the ground level, so it didn't make any sense. Why would anybody build anything, especially when it's known to flood in the areas? Why would you build something below the 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 ground level in have windows you can never open i mean it makes no freaking sense i have like dozens of videos of have these investigative reporters go underground in these cities all over the country and they would do these tours and they they couldn't explain how and why there there are all these buildings that look like they were they went outside there was like a main door they had all these windows as if this was the the first floor and yet they had to somehow redo it so the second floor is now the first floor and then even going through the other side I and mean, you can see t- uh, streets or or like you know railroads that no longer in operation because they, they were destroyed and whatever catastrophic event so it's it's all over the place in almost every major city there is there is evidence of this stuff you know yep yeah and maybe it only happened in cities like you know like big or small and that's why you don't see it in like rural buildings if you've got a farmhouse somewhere like it it doesn't really seem to be apparent in like farmhouses it's mostly a city thing um and there's a lot of reason for that too because cities get rid of the foliage that would slow a flood Mm -hmm. you know so that stuff's gone so it can just a flood can just come in it's not being dissipated it's like if you have a yard that has two inch tall grass and you throw water on it. Well, that it's going to slow it down. It's not going to be that devastating. You're not really going to, you know, it in less than a day, you're not even going to know that water was there. Yeah. And it can be like thousands of gallons that you dump in an area. Now do that with just bare dirt. And you're going to see dirt go everywhere. Nothing's there to slow that water down. And it, it it's, it's going to wreak havoc everywhere. Yeah. And that's cities. Cities don't have that stuff that would slow the water and the debris down. And mm-hmm. so, you know, in a rural area, you're not going to see that because they have all the stuff that would slow it down. Yeah. So <clears throat> not, not to change gears, but the whole reason why I even was motivated to do this episode, because uh, my friend who works at, works with me, he gave me this ball and <laughs> it has like, a map it's an it's an old world map and then i don't know if you can see it but kind uh, of yeah that thing's cool man here's, here's africa and then there's like this a pyramid is what, in the middle of russia uh get into focus oh, I need to Asia. Turn it the other. hey dang it uh where is it damn it <laughs> i need to find it oh here it is Yeah, I was going to say there's a pyramid right there. Yeah, Tartaria. Yeah. 
Yup. <laughs> so it says Tartaria, and it, it was created between and between 1960 and 1969. And then I've seen other models, and the most recent one that looks exactly like that. It was it was made in 1996. And so, and we were just talking this morning, and I had this theory, like you know, during World War II, the military published and issued. Over, almost 41,000 maps and distributed all over the world to confuse, mm-hmm. you know, invading, possibly invading countries to confuse them about the location of like Hawaii or America. And so this could have been part of their deception plan. And yep. that's why we have all these maps of Tartaria, you know, just to cause confusion. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah, we that, don't know that, for sure. That globe that you have could be complete psyop. It yeah. could be completely fake because I can tell you right now that I have verified that Australia is not where we're told. No, no I, absolutely I have verifiable not. proof that it is not where we're told. I think it's closer to Hawaii. I think it is significantly closer to us. And I think they have told the people in Australia that they're ahead of us in time because I do a podcast with a buddy of mine in Australia and he's supposedly depending on the year time of year uh anywhere from like 13 to 15 hours ahead so um interesting but that's I think he's actually behind because I think they're off the east coast you know I think they're in between like us and Japan like out towards Hawaii and we're just not not allowed to check it out or anything like it's it's in a place that pilots know to fly a certain way to make it seem like it's somewhere else and most people aren't paying attention anyway which is why they so, have all these like time zones weird time uh-huh. zones especially in the pacific yeah Ocean. they they like do weird zigzag things on the globe Makes and it's like no what? sense but based on my observations with the terminator line and where the sun is in my sky and then where it is in my in in australia where my buddy lives i'm mm-hmm. like dude that couldn't happen that that's just not possible if you are where you are on any map that i've seen whether it's a flat earth map a globe it's just not possible it's just not possible you know for me to have the sun directly over my head at one or two o'clock in the afternoon and it's rising in and and above the horizon in australia that is impossible because the Terminator line is also t- only two hours at most on either side of the sun. So once you can't see the sun anymore, you have less than two hours before it's completely dark. And when you start seeing the light show up on the horizon in the mornings, you have mm-hmm. less than two hours before you see the sun peak up on the horizon. So it's impossible for the sun to be over my head at two o'clock and at his horizon at 630 in the morning. It's impossible. Interesting. Yeah, I've verified it with him, and it's just like, like both of us are like, holy shit, this doesn't work on any map. Like, you're not where you're supposed to be. (laughs) Like, that's crazy. And then, you know, as far as Tartaria and, and altered maps, there's maps that people have been putting out there where California is an island off the coast of the American continent. Yeah. Well, what if? that's actually Australia and it's still there off the coast of California. Maybe it's further than the maps would indicate because that map was just, you know, altered to change history. But what if that is true Hmm. and Australia is just 
right over there. And then they tell the Australian people that they're in a different orientation than they are, you know, and then that's why you get stuff where it's like, well, their stars rotate in a different direction. It's like, well, they think North is not North maybe. Yeah. Like who knows? And they, they don't have a straight highway that goes North to South of Australia you have to circumnavigate the entire continent. So you really don't know what the shape of it is. Right. And right. You, you There's be... entire sections of Australia that you can't go to. It's fenced off with like 10 foot high razor wire fences and you can't go there. Interesting. Like possibly millions of acres that they're just Australians are not allowed to go to and they're just told oh it's just it's wasteland nobody can live there like like what if it's connected to another continent and they just think they're on on an island like <laughs> so I don't trust any maps that we're giving like yeah. I don't I don't think any of them are accurate I think maybe the if you can prove that one is older which I don't even know how you'd be able to prove that it's older because any any kind of dating method is massively flawed. So, you know, but if you can go to some of the older maps, maybe there's some truth to some of those, but who really knows? I mean, there were there were really good cartographers at one point in time, if we are to believe what some of has been told to us. There were a lot of really good cartographers. Cartographer was like a, a really important job. Like they were paid well, they were put on missions by governments and things to go map areas, and that was their job. Right. Um, like now Magellan the... wasn't Magellan a cartographer? That's why he was he was sailing around the world was he was yeah. mapping everything. So again, if if that was a real person, <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. I didn't know the guy. Um, yeah. So yeah, man, I, I don't. Tartaria is cool. I love it. it. But I love it like I love space. Like I love Star Wars. I love space movies and this idea of space. But I used to like all that. Now I can't watch any of it. You yeah. Because I'm aware of just the, the psyop, the <sighs> just the nonsense that it, it's become. Like I, I want to I, like I wanted to like be Bebop Cowboy or Cowboy Bebop. And I got 15 minutes in it and I was like, I, I can't watch this. You know, knowing yeah. what I know, I, I can't just, you know, if, if I could watch it and just put aside my, my disbelief, then that I could, I could enjoy it. But I, I know too, too much. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. It's impossible. Once you get to where we are, it's impossible to look at things just in a entertainment eye, like, okay, whatever. And unfortunately, this has bled over to my wife and my wife points things out to me when I don't see them. She's like, look, check that out. We're watching Seinfeld and she'll point out some shit in Seinfeld. Yeah. I'm like, oh, damn. <laughs> like, like, wow, that's bonkers. Like, OK. Yeah, my wife and I, we can't watch anything without dissecting it. <laughs> yeah. Well, good, man. You got a good wife then because it's good to have a partner that's on the journey with you. Um Oh, and she loves doing all the architecture, like, uh, you know, like we're going to Galveston and, and during, uh, during, uh, Thanksgiving week. And we're just, we're just there to, to go look at architecture and, and, you know, look at the old, the old world and, and see, look for evidence, you know, 
I mean, yeah, I mean, we love this shit, this shit. I mean, when we were in Cleveland, that's all we were doing. We we're just driving around, looking at old churches, looking at the the you know the old uh, cons- the 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 building sites where they had the you know the uh, I I can't think of the name, but um, you know these areas where they would have the workers live, and then within a few blocks right. they had like a you know. A, what are they called? The were they the, yeah, not a concentration or something? Or? Not a concentration camp, but like like an actual building where they actually worked. In you know they had a church, they had like a like a store ne- nearby. So these yeah. people who worked, they were just slaves, and they mm-hmm. they could only go so far because they could only go on foot, you know. And Dude, so you want to you want to see some crazy shit? Go to San Antonio. Oh, we've San been Antonio there. has got so much crazy stuff. Some of the oh, yeah. churches in San Antonio are insane. Mm-hmm. Like we went down there this summer for um, one of our kids' birthdays. We went down to like the Legoland and some kind of you know giant aquarium thing that they had down there, and we were walking to it. Mm-hmm. And I was just looking around like, holy crap, dude, like some of the buildings around the Alamo, which the Alamo that's there is, if the Alamo was a real thing, the one that's there is fake as fuck. I remember oh, yeah. going there it's, with, it's a as facade. a kid. I, w- I remember going there as a kid and thinking I was in the real Alamo. Like, whoa, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the real Alamo. <laughs> that's just some made up nonsense. Like if who knows if the Alamo was even real? Well, inside the Alamo, they have the the fortiture, and it's mm-hmm. way bigger than what they tell us outside of the Alamo, and it cover it, it goes from river to river. That's how big the the fortiture was. Right. And so our my theory or my wife's theory and I we we think that they were protecting those buildings that were like the 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 United States Post Office building which was there long before uh, <clears throat> the Alamo was even there. So the Alamo was really to protect that area and to protect yeah. those buildings. Yep. Yeah, because those buildings have been there forever. Yeah. Like, you look at some of that stuff, man. That stuff was there for a really long time. And they, they tore down the original building and built that, this new structure, which is now the post office. And But the building that was there before was incredible i mean there's pictures of it but there's no pictures of its construction right yep. <laughs> of course yeah, that's why it says founded <laughs> right not not built yeah like it, things say founded for a reason because yeah. they didn't build them yeah so, you know it's just like the historian uh hh bancroft i mean he went went across the united states going to from city to city and what he was doing he was he was collecting all the books and because all these buildings were abandoned, there was nobody living in these major cities. And so he was republishing publishing these these books in his name. And he did that with like 10,000 books, which is like mathematically po- impossible yep. for for someone in his like, like, like what was he in his 40s when he did that, did that venture. And, yeah, that's insane. And then just published all these books and rewrote history, you know. So it, it's it's bullshit how we're we're told this stuff and we just automatically believe it. Yeah, you people know. are just so mindless now, man. They're just they're gullible. I mean, I saw I saw this video on Instagram and it's of I don't know some Middle Eastern country or something, and it's this small village, and 
there's a flood coming through and it's a bunch of stones rolling through and it's very clear that the stones are not real that they've been photoshopped in you can see a couple of them like just disappear and the way that the water thrashing up around them looks or the dust whatever it looks just super uh fake it looks super imposed on it like you can tell certain certain aspects of a fake video if you know what you're looking for Interesting. and i said it was fake and people are like oh yeah you just think everything's fake and i'm like well i definitely don't just trust everything so like <laughs> i'm not gonna see a video on instagram and go did you see this stone flood there were giant you know boulders that were size of cars just effortlessly flowing under this dainty little bridge and not causing any damage oh i think uh -huh. i saw i saw i saw that video yeah it was on like take the gold pill page or something like that and i yeah. was just like like this is such a fake video because that bridge would be toast the right. bridge would be gone we're talking about thousands of pounds of stone that bridge would have been annihilated but they're just all coming together and then coming back out like water i don't think so folks laws of physics say that bridge would have been destroyed by those stones destroyed. what i've what i've learned is that you know now i'm very skeptical when i see these videos they have this like haze over it where mm -hmm. it looks like you could just like re-render and re-render and re-render these these videos to so you can fake them and then the quality of these videos are so bad that right it, it's not real at all you know it's just like when we saw those the the, the fema camp bodies and and you know the 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 fake um you know uh coffins yep. And then the, the, the people dropping like flies in China, like they, they all had that same hue. Yeah. And well, so how many times do they have to lie to us? How many times do we have to prove that what they're pushing is nonsense before people stop taking it at face value is like the whole Ukraine thing. They, they realized that a lot of the bombing videos were from other times or just fake the freaking ghost of kiev the fighter pilot was from a video game and then you got people like snooping around buildings where it looks like they're in action like who's taking these pictures first of all like no no no, don't don't come around and it's real dangerous over here but me as the cameraman uh, you're hiding behind a building but i'm standing <laughs> right here in the open taking a picture of you yeah um and then like some of them had wooden guns and it's just like right some of them had like airsoft guns and it's just like this is all provably fake yeah like provably fake stuff yet you still believe everything they say every single time initially when is when is the general masses initially going to just start questioning the things that are presented and it's a uh, it's the quote from uh from the truman show christoph said you know he's being interviewed and they're like why do you think truman hasn't asked anything until now and he goes we believe the reality that's presented to us. Yep. And that's such a profound quote in that movie where it's just like, yep, we're living in that right now. We believe the reality that's presented to us. And, yeah. and people just will, will trust it and believe it without question. It's, it's insane. I was watching in every video that was posted uh, when the, the um, Ukraine attacks were happening. And then they showed this video of, a bomb going off and yet you know 30 feet away none of the, the none of the windows were shattered and right. only like one or two cars that were like in in the way and then a guy who f fell down 
you know, and he was all bloodied. And there, there none of that was believable at all. Mm-hmm. And then and all people the, will just believe it. All the tanks that were bringing over, they they were like from like the eighties, and I think most of those tanks were like training vehicles, so they were like really from like the sixties. And so you know they have all these like tanks that you know they get forty two miles a gallon, but they're they're abandoning the ones that were only getting like eight or nine miles a gallon. And you know when you go on a major convoy that's two hundred fifty miles away from your from your base camp, you have a fuel convoy to make sure that you don't run out of gas, and they didn't have that. So yeah, <laughs> I call it's, bullshit. It's really <laughs> dumb. It's like uh, you remember. I mean. <laughs> They they faked the babies in incubators. There was um, you remember there was a really famous picture that was getting thrown around. Um, I don't remember if it was during Obama or or Trump, but um, it was a picture of a little kid, and I think it was from like the supposed Syrian war. And mm-hmm. this kid was sitting in like a bus terminal, and he was just covered with blood and dust. And it got put out there that that kid was actually sitting in a bus terminal that got bombed and he was covered with blood and dust. Well, it came out shortly after that. That that was faked. Mm -hmm. Like that was an artist that put that together. It was it was an artist exhibition that that did that. And and people still think that that was a real picture. You know, they did. um, Oh, shit. What was it? Um, Oh, CNN um, ran something just a few years ago about um something some front some war situation that was going on and it ended up being like some gun show situation in like kentucky Mm -hmm. and it was like like people in kentucky was like nah man i was there like people started posting like nope nope they were calling this out and and it got squashed almost immediately where you know that story disappeared out of the headlines because it got and see it was cbs or cnn that put it out there and they yeah. were like oh shit uh we didn't know you know we hadn't really investigated it we thought we were you know just putting out breaking news and they just had some excuse for it you know right. this i think it was cbs because i remember shortly before that they had gotten caught squashing jeffrey epstein stuff so they could ac- have access to the royal family um mm. so they didn't take any of the child pedophile ring stuff seriously because it you know, could have gotten in the way of them having access to the royal family. And so they they suppressed that story. And it's just like, man, when are we going to stop? Like, <laughs> knock it off. Knock it off. Quit just believing stuff. It doesn't yeah. matter whether it's Tartaria or whatever. Just take everything and go, can I trust this? Can I can I trust this? Is there any single bit of this that I can verify? And if the answer is no, you got to throw it in the trash. Yeah, that's why I do this show because I, I I can't have a normal conversation and, and dissect what I see with people I work with. You know that they're all on the blue pill. They all just you know they do their their eight ten hour job and then go home and and watch the news and then they come back. You know and they oh did you hear about you know there's another strain you know oh you know it's it's just nonsense. I, I yeah. can't engage in these conversations at all. Oh, dude, I walked by a guy. I was going to the store and my wife really needs to quit letting me out of the house. <laughs> I was walking into the store and I'm getting a cart and this old man walks up and um, and I see him right before he grabs a cart. He he like hurries to put his mask on and he was, oh, I, I leaned over and I said, 
you know that doesn't do anything, right? And he goes, oh, not for me, but for other people. I said, no, it doesn't. And yeah. he was like, well, look, man, I'm like 80 years old and I don't ever really get sick. And I said, and when was it any time in your 80 years that you ever put a mask on for a viral outbreak? <laughs> like, right. Like, dude, you're that old and you've lived through so many viral outbreaks and you've never worn a wet mask until now. Like, do you feel like an asshole for all the other ones that you didn't wear a mask for? If those masks really worked, then you would go into a bathroom after someone just took a massive dump. You wouldn't be able to smell it. Well, dude, it doesn't protect you. You can't wear that <laughs> mask and paint a room. And the molecules yeah. no. for the paint or any of the aerosols that are used to project the paint that are toxic are going to get blocked. You're going to get high. You're going to get lightheaded. It's not blocking anything. And those right. are massively bigger than what you we need told. a respirator. Yeah. And they like those paint molecules and those aerosol molecules are, are vastly larger than viruses vastly by hundreds yeah. of times vastly larger and it doesn't block those yeah <laughs> yeah like i would tell people like dude your mask is like throwing gravel at a chain link fence like it, it yeah it, it doesn't work <laughs> but people will just believe stuff because yeah. you know their heads down and they're just like oh i need to do this and i'm gonna do whatever's convenient it's all convenience so yeah well dude it's it's pushing time when i gotta get out of here like i said i i actually have i, I got a court date tomorrow and i gotta talk to my lawyers before oh yeah no, no worries so well good luck with that this was freaking awesome man like this was a fun talk man and you're you're not too far man maybe we could link up at some point in time yeah there, um, there's firing ranges in between here and there and we can go hang out and yeah, shoot some we guns may have to do something <laughs> yeah we may have to get together a buddy of mine's got a he's got a where are you uh, just dallas yeah you're in dallas okay yeah yeah my uh a buddy of mine's got a bunch of land around waco somewhere that we've been trying to get to go shoot guns it's enough land that we can just go shoot guns on his land nice. maybe we can line something up because uh the guys from the con man podcast which i was on their show last night and they're just south of me they're just south oh, okay. of austin like we could we could do like a conspiracy podcast meetup yeah That'd be rad i like to go to uh flat earth millionaire's property uh because you know um which is a Sean Hibbler. He witnessed Bigfoot on his property. Really? Yeah. Uh, I've seen his <laughs> property. It doesn't look like it's got very many trees, but he might have just a lot more than he ever shows in any of his videos. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like flat earth millionaire, but he kind of, he, he blew me off and I don't like people to blow me off. Yeah. Um, I tried to get him to come on my show and he just, he finally messaged me back and was like, Oh, I'm not really doing podcasts right now. And I was like, yeah, I'm too small. Aren't I? I'm like too small time. It's cool. <laughs> I'm getting freaking Hibbler on and Jaron on. So Jaron, nice. I'm doing Jaron. I think I have next week. Oh, okay. So, so after the, the Flattoberfest. Nice. Oh yeah. Cause that's like this weekend, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, sweet, because I'll get to talk to him about the Flattoberfest. Um, but yeah, Jaron said he'd come on, and I, Hibbler was on a, a friend of mine's show recently, so I know he'll come on too. Yeah, he's uh, cool. He's cool, people. Yeah. So. Yeah, I wanted to go to Flattoberfest, but you know, we, we discovered <sighs> so that it far. was it's you know it's a thousand mile drive, and the nearest airport's two hours away, 
And so we'd have to rent a car and then drive all the way out there. And it's, we, we just can't afford to take the time off. And yeah, I would have to drive. I don't fly because I'm not going to do their nonsense. I'm not taking off my shoes. You're not going to get to x-ray me. You can suck my butt for all of that stuff. You don't Nope. I'm, I will gladly drive. So I feel I that way too. somewhere. If I can't drive somewhere, I'm not going. Um, yeah. And it's just too far. And next year it's supposed to be in Vegas, I think. And that's still, yeah. still like, got to fly. Y'all, can y'all have it in like San Antonio or, it, you know, people have lost their here? mind in, in uh, Nevada. Oh, like, dude. like they're just that's as crazy as freaking California. Oh yeah. 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 Um, uh, yeah. My brother went to Vegas right in like, towards the end of the COVID nonsense. Mm-hmm. And he said it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. Masks weren't even like mandatory there, but they were everywhere. Like everybody was wearing. And he said it was the most odd thing that he's ever seen. I I can't, I, I just don't understand why people are thinking when they have a mask on, like, why are you wearing that? It doesn't work. No, Take it off. It doesn't work. It doesn't work on the box that you pulled it out of. It's it just, says it doesn't work. All it is, it's a sign that you're indoctrinated. Right. Or, <laughs> or, or it's, it's a virtue signaling yeah. panel on your face. Like I'm doing this for you. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's very egotistical self hero worship. Like yeah. I'm doing this for you. Like that old man, he was like, Oh, I do it for other people. Like, Oh dear. You want to mm-hmm. be a hero. That's what it is. You've had a meaningless life and you want to feel like you're doing something good. Want a virtue signal to people who don't give a shit about you. Right. That will gladly watch you die. Yeah. Eh, Anyway. All right, man. I appreciate you having me, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Let everybody know where they can find your, your, uh, your podcast and your stuff. Yeah, uh, my podcast is hidden in plain sight. You can find it on all your podcatchers at um, actualactivists.com. Um, I think I'm on Alt Media United. I should be. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then you can find me on Instagram. We're the only social media platform that I'm active because they kick me off of everything else. And I'm at The Hidden Pod and at Space is Fake and Gay. <laughs> so come find somehow me there they, and, and hit me up. Somehow they let that stick and let you get away with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. And it's it's my biggest page I've ever had by a lot by a lot that's <laughs> like, it's crazy i still can't believe it's there but i think they're like ah it says space is gay so we can't be homophobic and block it like uh <laughs> what are we gonna do <laughs> all right brother so, it was great right, to, great to have you on i'll, I'll we'll, see you next time we'll do something soon all right, all man. right. later later